The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. You are listening to Coast to Coast AM. Connie Willis here. Please find me at ConnieWillis.com. Merry Christmas to those of you. Please join me tomorrow night. Connie Claus will be here. We'll be checking Santa updates, and we'll be talking with Lynn Buchanan, who says God made three people. And then we got Trapper Jack. Excuse me. I want to say Trapper John. I was kidding him about that, too. Trapper Jack will be here talking about the miracle of Christmas, and you can ask him questions from the Bible that you wanted to ask. He's got a great sense of humor. It will not be boring at all. Our guest tonight, Dr. Ken, he is talking to us about all sorts of really cool cosmetic things. He graduated from the University of Colorado School of Medicine in 92. He works in Denver. He's got four locations, specializes in plastic surgery, internal medicine, dermatology, and also emergency medicine. And if you you get to see him i mean let me tell you he uh he's right there with duran duran in the hair man he's got it going on i think they're envious of you as well if they're still around <laughs> the man with great hair dr ken that's what he's known for at least that's how that's what i heard about you but uh anyway dr ken thanks so much for being here it's being it's fun and i hope you're having a good time too because you know our station oh yes it's so nice to be on coast to coast like a dream. I love that. I love to hear that. We we all love to hear that here. So before we grab on to some other calls, what are the most successful surgeries uh, when it comes to the looking of the younger and the brighter and the healthier? Is it maybe neck or uh, facelifts? Because the neck, oh my gosh, when people get their neck done, they look so much younger. The neck really just at one point just kind of 
falls down, doesn't it? So top procedures that have a high value would be uh, eyelid surgery. We'll start from the top. Eyelid surgery, You, if you have your eyelids kind of hanging down over your eyelashes, that's a really good one. And if you can't see very well, sometimes it's actually covered by insurance. So that's highly successful. Neck lifts, face lifts are highly successful. Um, noses uh, have can be kind of tricky. So that one you kind of have to go in knowing that there's a recovery there. Brow lifts aren't done as popular, aren't as popular as uh, they were oh, 20 years ago. So and and the way that so those are the big procedures that are good and. The things that I kind of specialize in are things right before surgery, so things kind of prevent you from having a scar on your face. Uh, that Those are the kind of things that I think are kind of nice and if you can do some prevention and not have to do that big surgery. Um, that's, that's the kind of thing that I am, am, am focusing on at this point. What do you mean? Which ones are those? The typical things like restoring volume to the face with filler, uh, tightening the skin is a big one. And one of the new procedures that's out that's really cool is if you if you do a facelift, you cut right in front of the ear and you take out a piece of skin, you pull it back, tighten it up, and sew it together. But that leaves you a little scar in front of your ear. And a lot of guys don't want to have scars. A lot of women don't want to have scars, want to be able to have their hair back. Uh, and sometimes the scars are noticeable. So there's this new procedure that we're starting to do called Elicor that just takes tiny little pieces of skin out from ear to ear, um, just under the lower face. And if you add up all the pieces that are taken out, like over 7,000 little pieces, it adds up to like a third or a quarter of a facelift. And you can do that without any scarring and some minimal healing, like bruising for three days and and uh, splotchiness for up to a week. So technology like that's advancing to where it makes it easier on people and not having to do the big surgeries. So that's, these are, and these are the needles with holes in them, right? So it goes in and then it comes back out and pulls that the, what's in that needle out. And then it fills in and grows in and fills in and tightens it. Is that right? What happens is it, it has a little core, and so it takes out a little tiny piece, like 400 microns uh, thick, and after it cuts it, it has a vacuum and sucks it out, and you do 7,000 of those in the lower face, and they found the perfect diameter that when, when it heals, it doesn't scar. So anything less than 400 microns, it doesn't scar, and it does because the skin's got to fill that hole, so it actually tightens. So that's called a non-minimally invasive excisional uh, face tightening procedure, or uh, Elicor is the name of the device. And that's really cool, and that's, that's going to fit a niche for people who don't want to have the major surgeries. And do you do those? Have you done a lot of those? Yep. We just got the, it's brand new, the device, about three months ago, and we've been doing them. And... What's really interesting is not only do you get improvement on the sagginess of the skin, but the skin looks better, and then you also, because you're doing it around the mouth, it kind of helps the lips look better naturally. Oh, that's 
that that I like being involved in technology that's advancing and making it better for patients. And that's one of the things I like about this field is we're all there's always something new that's doing better for the patients. Well, that's what I also like about your work is you are not only practicing it and doing it, but you are also studying what else is out there. You're constantly looking at what's new and being a part of it. Yeah, I, I like to go to the meetings and kind of see what everybody else is doing and then kind of tell them what I'm doing that's successful. I think that's really a, a cool thing of my field is the collegiality and seeing and, and helping each other do a better job. Do you, do you find yourself like if you're out to lunch or out to dinner, are you just constantly tuned into everybody's face or do you have to turn it off at one point? Oh, you're, you're absolutely right. I turn it <laughs> off. So I, I, I turn it off because then I'd be looking weird at people. I turn it <laughs> off. Try to look at them as humans and appreciate their, 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 you know, their vivaciousness and their smile. I try not to get into looking at them too, uh, technically. I, I sometimes that, that doesn't come across so well. <laughs> I could imagine. East of the Rockies, let's talk to John from Canada. Hey there, John. Welcome to Coast to Coast. Hey, John, you with us? John's taking a nap. Sometimes we've done this and we actually hear them snore. He's been on the phone a while. Let's uh, go west of the Rockies and talk to Linda out of California. Hey there, Linda. Welcome to Coast to Coast. Hello, Connie. Um, Hi. I have a question for your guest. Is it Dr. Uh, oh, gee, I forgot Do- his name now. Dr. Ken, um, K-E-N, Dr. Ken. Uh, Dr. Ken, is it? Ken, yeah. Ken, like Kenny. Oh, oh. Yeah. okay. Um, what I'd like to ask is, is it possible at this time to grow teeth, your own teeth with stem cells? I heard that there is some work being done with this, so... I'm curious, for health reasons and for just, I mean, dentures and implants are not very appealing. So is there any work being done in that area? There is work being done. Uh, It needs a little bit more than stem cells, though. You need to be able to create a substrate of the teeth, and you might use stem cells to create the, the product that you're using to do some 3D printing. So I know there's research in it, and I, I don't know the specifics, but I can tell you one thing that's really interesting that I've done when with part of our stem cell study is that when people have radiation therapy after cancer, sometimes they have problems with their teeth, and their teeth, uh, they have to have implants. And because the radiation affects the healing capacity of the mouth, sometimes implants don't take. And... I've done some patients to where we've harvested their stem cells and then I, we've given to the, uh, the oral surgeons uh, their stem cells so they would coat the implants with the stem cells or the pocket where the implant's going to go. And uh, it, I, I didn't really have a, a lot of patients, but the ones that we did do it on, they, the implants took better than when they didn't have the stem cells there. So I think that's really interesting. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Interesting. Linda, thanks so much for the call. First time caller. Let's talk to Janet out of Missouri. Janet, welcome to Coast to Coast. Hi. Yes, hi. I would like to ask Dr. Ken. Uh, I have like age spots all over my nose and some, and now they're coming on my face. To me, I I feel like it's like a witch's nose. But I was just wondering what I could do for that. I've tried all kinds of creams and whatever. And I was wondering if there was anything that I could do personally for that. Well, first of all, uh, those those sunspots are are from when you are younger. So I'm sure you're really good at sunscreen now. But we always like to bring, blame our 17 year old self when we were lying out without any sunscreen on. And believe it or not, sunscreen was just invented in 1983. Before 1983, we had suntan lotion. So the goal was to get a better suntan, not to protect our skin. So that tells you why it happened. Uh, But, yes, there are good treatments for that. Um, Seeing a 
cosmetic doctor to make sure they're not skin cancer would be important. And then the treatments that you can use for them if they're not cancer are is a laser treatment, and it's called a photofacial, and it's got some really cool science behind it. So um, you, you can do a laser treatment on the skin, and it will heat up and damage the brown spots, and when they flake off in two weeks, they they become lighter, and usually you need a few treatments for that. It's called a photofacial. You could Google that with the town that you're in and find um, a lot of places that do photofacials, and it doesn't hurt that much, and there's not a lot of downtime. That's good. But the science behind it, if, if, Connie, is it okay if I go in the science of photofacials? Please, thank you. Uh, so the so what's really interesting is every wavelength is attracted to a certain color or molecule, and so you can pick different wavelengths that are attracted to reds or blues or water or collagen or or fat or or brown. And so when you have sun damage, that's brown, right? So if you use a wavelength that is preferentially absorbed in the brown by the brown color it'll pass through the normal skin and be absorbed by the brown color, which heats up, and the heat can damage that tissue and then cause it to flake off and become lighter. So that's pretty interesting. It's called selective photothermolysis, meaning you're using a selective wavelength to target a certain color or chromophore or molecule good stuff thank you so much for calling in um do do you find that different countries is there is there a country that's more aggressive more modern than than others in terms of the newer techniques well it's interesting uh the latin american countries are very advanced in their surgical techniques, and but they're not quite as advanced in the devices that uh, because they they cost the devices are expensive to develop and they cost money. So it seems like certain countries like Colombia, Argentina, Brazil are very good at developing advanced surgeries, and then there are um, countries like Israel or Germany and the United States and Korea that are very good at developing technology and, and working with technology. So it's interesting. There's there's different strengths for different countries. Uh, so that, yeah, that's an interesting point. Did you just hiccup? Just hiccup. You hiccuped. You're the first person I know that's ever hiccuped on Coast to Coast, at least with me. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. <laughs> I'll totally embarrass you on that. No, I, I'm okay to have a hiccup. Okay, that's cool. I like excitement. <laughs> hey, what? Well, yeah, what's going on over there? What do you? What's 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 going on? What bourbon do you got? It is Christmas. It's eggnog. That's all it is. Okay, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah. So I I know that uh, it's funny. I had talked to you at one time about uh, some Korean uh, technique. And it, it's also interesting when some of these techniques are performed that you do them. Sometimes it's not the first time you've got to do it 
again and again and again. I remember you talking about a Korean technique and you said, oh, yeah, they never give us instructions there. And I had just gotten some arts and craft thing from Korea and and it didn't give me the instructions. And it was the same thing. I was like, I was trying to make an arts and craft piece and I didn't get the instructions. And you said the same thing with some of the advanced technology or, uh, or facelifting that they had. Do you remember that? Yeah, I get, I like to, I've been to Korea and I like to go hear other experts from around the world talk. And I went to see this one guy from Korea talk in Vancouver and he had all his devices with him. And I said, Oh, you know, he's been doing this for as long as I have. He really likes them and it looks pretty simple to understand. And I tried to figure it out. It was all in Korean. I had to get a special electrical setup to use the device too. It took me about a month to figure that out. And then trying to do it on patients, it, you know, it didn't really work that well. And I was like, what's going on? And I had to, like, look at the videos because they wouldn't tell you what they're doing. You had to like, stop it and look at it, see what they're doing. Uh, I finally figured it out. I mean, that's one thing with my patients, too, is I have tons of patients that are willing to be to let me work with them on new things. People love to advance science when it comes to cosmetic surgery. Oh, they're like, here, my hand is up. I'm next. I'm your next volunteer. I'll do it. But you already got the people that work in your office that are all just happy, smiling, all looking good. They're getting it. <laughs> they're they're uh, all the little test babies for you. It's it's amazing. Do you love your what you do? I I have a great practice, I, I can say. I mean, compared to the doctors that I know in this healthcare environment, my practice is nice. I have great patients, um, great staff. They're happy to see me. Uh, I can I can do what I want and provide the great care that I want to. I'm not. If I want to spend extra time with a patient, I can. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.